Hello, I'm back and live again now. I just restarted this at Froze before. Um, so Friday afternoon, hello to anyone that might be out there watching. Uh, thank you for joining me on the live or catching this on the replay. Uh, as per the title, I thought I might just spend a little bit of time talking about buying family homes. Uh, I've had similar conversations with a few people uh, in the last couple of weeks or last couple of months, really, um, that are uh, all looking at buying family homes. So I thought I might share part of that conversation uh, with you. Hopefully there's some value in it. Um, if you're out there in LinkedIn land or I'm on Facebook as well, if you're there, let us know you're watching. Hopefully the stream's coming through okay. Uh, I've just jumped on my phone here to make sure that it's coming through. Just give us a, give us a minute and uh, I'll kick on with the rest of the conversation. How's your week been? Any big plans for the weekend? I, I saw on uh, the on sunrise this morning that uh, Freedom Friday, I think they're calling it up in Sydney. Um, we can start to see our family over the weekend now too, which is, which is good. Um, so let us know if you're there, uh, give us a wave, drop a comment, uh, and I'll kick on with what I was going to talk about. Um, so as I said, I wanted to just spend a little bit of time talking about um, uh, buying a family home. So I've had similar conversation with a few people uh, in the last little while, uh, and I just wanted to go through that with you. That might be some value uh, to you, uh, and if there is, great. Um, so I guess like a lot of financial advisors, but not all, like, like a lot, I spend a lot of my time talking to uh, people that are close to retirement, that are retired, uh, dealing with that kind of countdown and transition through to retirement, pensions and the age pension, healthcare cards, all of those kind of things. I spend a lot of my time uh, working in that space. Um, but I guess given my age, I'm 35, uh, I'm quite uh, open about sharing about my family and bits and pieces that are going on in my life, my own house, those kind of things. Um, I often get people reaching out to me uh, wanting to talk about things that are going on in their life and, and we're at similar life stages, a similar age, you might have similar age kids, those kind of things. Uh, those conversations that I have with people, often they start out with uh, with kind of more of an investment focus. So people reaching out saying, hey, James, can you help me with this? Hey, James, can you help me with that? I saw your video about investing like this or investing like that. Uh, and you know, I guess people uh, assume that that's, that's a lot of the work that I do. And rightly so, it is. A fair, a fair amount of the work that I do is, is investment related. Um, but there's a whole lot more. Uh, so with those types of clients, or with everyone really, uh, we enter into a conversation about, you know, where are you at? What are you trying to do? Those kind of things. Uh, but when we when we get to it and say, well, what do you really want to do? What are you struggling with? What do you want to do in the next five years? Where are you stuck? Those kind of things. Often, um, particularly with those in, the, in their mid-30s through to maybe their mid-40s, uh, it, it comes up that the big goal, the big aspiration on the horizon is uh, is buying a family home. So the conversation started out with saying, hey, should I have BHP shares or Rio shares or should I buy this investment property? But really what they're trying to do um, is get to a point where they can buy uh, buy their family home or upgrade to upgrade their family home. So we hit on that and say, well, that's actually what you what really needs solving. Forget BHP shares, forget Rio shares, forget superannuation, forget all of that type of stuff. We need to sort out what you're doing in terms of the family home and, and, and knuckle that down. Um, so, you know, investments and all the rest of it are important. Uh, for some people, it's a means of building up assets so that they can leverage into uh, into buying the house, and I'll touch on that in a second. Um, but it, uh, but um, 
I, I often my view on all of this is to try and keep things as simple as as possible. Um, so there's two two major things that you need when you're when you're buying a, a property at, at all, uh, but but even more so when it's your family home. Um, you need some cash to be able to put down as a deposit to put your hand up at the auction and you know, hand over your ten percent if you win the auction. Uh, but you also need a reliable income to be able to uh, to borrow money as well. So you need, need the cash, uh, and you need and you need the reliable income to borrow. Now, my view on all of this, as I said, is to try and keep things as simple as possible. So save up some cash, stretch yourself if need be, uh, borrow whilst you're young, and, and buy that house. is 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 really my my view on all of this. I'm not terribly much a big fan of you know buying investment property one, buying investment property two, selling investment property one, and half of property number two, and 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 you're doing some convoluted convoluted strategy around leveraging up assets to go and buy buy the house. Um, I see too many people get caught up with they they get to a point where they've built up some cash uh, and start to get itchy itch, itch, itch feet, and uh, so they're saying, look, I've, I've built up this cash. What am I going to do with it? I need to do something else. It's not doing enough for me sitting in my offset account. Uh, so rather than go out and buy a property and then have this longer term view of buying an investment property, my view is rather to see you save up some, save up some more cash and actually just buy that family home in the first place. Um, to buy, as I said, you need cash. So having money tied up in, in other investment properties, in apartments, in shares even, um, kind of is, is, is a bit of a hindrance to that. If you're relying on selling something else to free up some cash to then go and buy that family home, uh, it's, it's not a great outcome. So better that you save up the cash and and, and use that instead. Uh, I've seen plenty of people that have bought properties and you know going through what we're going through at the moment, their rent, uh, they're not getting the same rent that they thought they were, so it's not quite as affordable. Or their um, uh, the investment property that they bought it's, it's gone under gone underwater. Um, my view and and, and I've shared this with a few people that I've spoken directly uh, uh, with is to try and get your get your affairs in order so that you can buy that family home so if you've gone through and you've done a you know a side-by-side -side dual occupancy development all those kind of things you know great uh, it puts you in a position where you've got some equity um, but then it can consider selling down some of those assets so that you've got the cash behind you you can put your hand up at the auction and you can easily buy um, buy the house um, the other big thing in there uh, is is looking at doing it younger rather than you know so doing it sooner rather than later doing it you know whilst you're younger rather than when you're older. Um, the big consideration uh, there is uh, the time that you have in repaying the the mortgage. So if you're getting to a point where you're really starting to stretch yourself to buy that house, and it's not a great idea to buy a smaller family house and then upgrade and then upgrade and, up, and then, then upgrade. It's incredibly costly exercise. Better that you stretch and buy that bigger family home sooner rather than later. Again, is is my view on all of this. Um, so do it whilst you're younger. Um, advantage is twofold. One, your earnings capacity will likely increase. If you're doing this in your mid-30s, for example, your earnings capacity will likely increase over the next 10, 15 years, uh, which makes repaying the mortgage a whole lot easier. Uh, but also you have time on your side. Whereas if you wait until you're in your mid-40s or you know even later before you do that upgrade or you do the big renovation end up with a big mortgage one your income isn't likely to increase terribly much more uh, to help cover uh, the cost of those loan repayments and two you don't have time on your side if you're entering into a 30-year mortgage and hopefully you're not paying off your mortgage over 30 years but if you're entering into a 30-year mortgage 
at the time that you're uh, in your mid-40s, for example, um, that's going to take you through until your mid-70s if all you're managing to struggle to do is make minimum loan repayments. Often a lot of people when they're buying their family home, certainly at younger age, and, and I was exactly the same when I bought the house that I'm sitting in here now, uh, I borrowed as much as I could absolutely possibly afford and, uh, and it was a real stretch. So we were on interest only loan there for a while. We're now on principal and interest and we're now making extra loan repayments, but that's because I bought the house at a particular price. My income's grown over the, over the years and, and I can now afford to. As I said, if you're doing that later in life and you're not going to get that increase in the income, you're not going to have that surplus cash flow to be able to make extra loan repayments. Uh, so I encourage clients to do it sooner rather than later. So the conversation I've had with a, a few people in the last little while, it's been via Zoom because I'm sitting at home, um, is, is, is along those lines too. Don't worry too much about complicating your affairs and trying to you know, buy other assets that are going to grow and help you roll over. Rather sit back and say, well, look, what is the house that I want to buy? What's it going to cost? What type of deposit do I need to be able to contribute towards that? Uh, get your affairs in order that way. Maybe save for another year, maybe save for another two years, then buy the house and go from there. Then you can worry about longer term strategies around uh, around you know wealth accumulation and shares and investment properties and negative gearing and all of that kind of stuff. But buy the family home first, uh, is my view, and then worry about um, the, the the wealth uh, the wealth accumulation strategies that you might want to do on the side around that. So there's my ramble for the day. Um, I hope <laughs> I hope I managed to to uh, to get across some form of a message there. Um, as I said at the start, I hope you're all well. Friday afternoon, don't know that there's terribly too many people on LinkedIn at this stage, um, but family homes, I've had a few conversations around that. Uh, if you are looking for someone to talk to, reach out, happy to help. Uh, I've had the same conversation with a few people and we can go from there. See you soon. Bye. tuning into my humble little podcast. Uh, today's episode is a bit of a rant I, rent, I went on rather about uh, family homes. So a number of queries coming through uh, people I work with, my LinkedIn uh, presence uh, about uh, buying family homes, upgrading family homes, those kind of things. Uh, I'm a big believer on trying to keep things as simple as possible. Uh, this audio is taken from a LinkedIn live that I did I just spoke for 10 minutes or so on my view on, on how this all plays out. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, together, you and I, we've managed to rack up more than 500 listens to the podcast, which is quite incredible. Uh, if you don't already, uh, I'd love it if you could follow me on one of the other platforms where I'm putting out some content, uh, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, a little bit on Twitter, Instagram, uh, you can find me on all of those platforms, uh, also on TikTok actually, just forgot that one. So thank you for listening, it is incredible, I uh, can't believe we've gone past 500 listens, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you.